Okay, so I'm actually recording my podcast and a YouTube video at the same time. Oh, if you're new to me, welcome or welcome back. Full Court Press fam, meet Portside Pretty fam on YouTube. So YouTube, if you're not following my podcast, it's called Full Court Press. You can follow it on iTunes, um, everything except Spotify, really. Um, Anchor, any of your, those outlets, and Full Court Press fam. So glad to be back. Y'all, this is my first podcast episode solo. So when I launched this pot, why am I not speaking into the microphone? I, I don't know. I'm speaking into the computer and not the microphone. Anywho, when I first launched this podcast last year, it was with two of my best friends. And we did two episodes and they were successful. But we ended up moving. Two of us ended up moving right after we recorded those podcasts and so it's been really difficult to try to record and life changes uh, one of my friends is pregnant now so and she actually wants to do her own podcast so um i decided to move forward on my own and so here we are so i'm so glad to be back oh sorry to clap i know that it messes up the audio but so glad to be back um doing Full Court Press. I actually really love doing it. Um, but today, it's a little bit different because, y'all, today is Self-Care Sunday. Y'all know I love my Self-Care Sundays. I take them very seriously. But I usually write out a list, and today, the list is so long, I had to knock out two things at once. So I just washed my hair, and I need to retwist it. And I need to record this podcast because I've been saying I was going to record this podcast for three weeks, literally three weeks. It's been literally three weeks. So um, I really needed to do that. Sorry, y'all. I really needed to do it. So here we are. I was like, let's just kill two birds in one stone. So I'm going to be retwisting my hair. It's not a tutorial, but I just need to retwist my hair um and record this podcast so this podcast really is just like kind of like a semi catch-up like I don't want to make it too long because it has been like nine months ten months um since we recorded a podcast but uh, um since I'm like getting to know YouTube or letting YouTube get to know me I wanted to do this for both so it's somewhat of a catch-up like a recap to 2019 like where we kind of left off what happened but it's some things that I kind of want to unpack as we go I kind of want to unpack um as this season of full court press kind of progresses so I don't want to like unpack everything at once but I'm gonna get out of gist of it okay so I'm drinking my water this is lemon water. Um, I don't know. I get tired of just regular water. So I drink lemon water. But before I go any further, I want to give a shout out to Pump It Up, uh, Pump it up Workouts, um, who is sponsoring this episode. Um, my best, best, best friend, Tasha Johnson, is the um, founder and creator of Pump It Up Workouts. 
where she does these um, workouts and she encourages this body positivity and confidence and um, just just self-motivation and self-awareness for women. And it's just like a fun, safe space for women. So she has classes throughout the year. So check her up. Check her out on Instagram. Um, pump it up workouts. Okay. Oh, and, and on Facebook as well. So shout out to her. And I'm wearing her shirt today. Excuse the lint. I had on a sweater. A jacket on top of this and um, yeah it just wasn't friendly to me so let's just jump right in okay so I believe the last um, episode that we recorded was in March of 2019 or we released it into in March 2019 I think we recorded it um, a few weeks before that so, when I say two of us moved, like, right after that, I found out I was moving March the 18th, actually, is when I got my job offer, and um, Brika actually found out she was moving, like, maybe a month or two months after that, and so podcast plans were just not in the plans we were both focused on moving and um getting settled and stuff like that and Lachey was already in another city um so podcasts were just out of the question and so I moved like literally two months after I got the job offer here and where I live now um, and so it, it, it was a whirlwind, had to, actually didn't find an apartment before I moved, I actually uh, moved in with my cousin who lives in the city that I was moving to, and I ended up moving, um, living with her and her husband for about three weeks until I found a place, which I did, and it was nice, and it was just literally nothing but God, because I had been wondering how I was going to get a place. Um, if y'all don't know, before last year, I had been self-employed for the past five years. And I just had my doubts on that. If I was going to get approved and what it took and everything like that, because before I... Um, I had moved back in with my mom, um, so it had been a while since I had to qualify for something on my own, well, a house, apartment. Didn't want a house here because I didn't know if I was going to be staying here, to be honest with you. I did not want to move, just to be perfectly honest. I kind of came kicking and screaming, but the only thing that it made me okay with it was my son because he was moving here with it um with his dad for the summer anyway we do that every year but we had already been talking about my son moving here which he's he's getting older he's 10 years old and we had been in two different cities his whole life and so I guess it was kind of wearing on my son. There would be nights where 
uh, or weekends where it'd be his dad's weekend and it's time for us to, you know, meet up and pick him up. And he's like sad the whole way home. And there were nights where he couldn't go to sleep because he would, you know, I don't want to get, I haven't even really talked about this. Um, but there would be nights where he would like cry and cry and I can't do anything but hold him. Um, because he wanted, sorry y'all, because he wanted his dad and I just could not take it anymore. Hold on, I gotta go get or find a comb. <laughs> I thought I had everything, but I don't have a comb. Hold on. Alright, so. I don't know how I'm gonna do this without a comb. Alright, let's resume. Okay. So, now I don't even freaking know where I was at. Oh, my son said we started crying. I mean, we started talking about, oh, we have been talking about my son moving. My son moving. Um, for a while. Maybe a few months. But it wasn't until I closed my shop at the end of 2018 where I started to consider moving as well um there was nothing holding me to being in the city that I was in there was I can just say the city I guess um but anyway there was nothing holding me there anymore and if my son was gonna be in another city when I really started to think about it and as the days got closer I just could not see myself not being where my son was because it's my kid. He's been with me for the past, you know, 10 years and it's been me doing all the football and all that type of stuff. So I just couldn't see myself being um, in Huntsville with nothing tying me there in my heart is in Birmingham so I had kind of resolved in my mind and I prayed about it and God said yeah you need to go and I was like are you sure um so yeah just and a job honestly a job kind of just fell in my lap it wasn't anything I applied for um that's why it's all about who you know wasn't anything I applied for but ended up getting a job they let me work remotely for two months until DJ got out of school so when he got out of school, I was moving. Um, he actually came before me because, of course, his dad was already here. He actually came before me. And and so without saying too much, because I'll unpack this, like I said, in another video but or another podcast, but it was just a lot of changes that went from June um, up until about October. It's just changes it was just a season of me being uncomfortable um my identity just changed just um going back to corporate after five six years of being self-employed 
um, going back to corporate. I remember when I first went back to corporate, like, I think my first day at the office, first of all, I kept being late. I was late for, like, the first, I literally was late for, like, the first two weeks. <laughs> I just could not make it on time. I couldn't get used to the traffic here. It's so different from Birmingham. I mean, it's so different from Huntsville. The traffic, I mean, it would take me at least 30 minutes to get to work, and I just was not used to that, so I was late all the time, but I remember thinking after my first day, I was like, I gotta come back, like, I gotta do this again, like, you want me to keep coming, like, I just could not, like, I just was so used to having my own schedule, and just kind of going and doing as I want for so long that was almost like a shock for me and it, and I know it's like you should have expected it but I didn't I didn't like and then because I had been working for the company remotely already so I was like you really want me in the office all the time like I thought I don't know for some reason I thought I was still gonna have some time some freedom or whatever but they showed me, honey, because <laughs> that was not the case, and I had to come back, and eventually I started being on time, <laughs> but long story short, y'all, that job was just not for me. I ended up staying there for three months and dipped because it was just not for me. It was unorganized, um, overworked and underpaid, no benefits. I just could not. I just could not. So, um, ended up finding another job really quickly. And I find that, I mean, maybe it's a combination of me redoing my resume and everything. But I remember times being an entrepreneur that I wanted to go back into corporate. And I was like, I'm sick of this. Like, you know, y'all know how. <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur out there, let me know that you agree because it gets tough. And there were plenty of times where I would be like, man, forget this. I'm going back to corporate or whatever. But when I would get to those moments and I would go and apply for a job, I would never get them. I mean, nice resume, accounting. I would never get even a call back. But I get here and I had two interviews within a week the week that I post the week that I got on got back on LinkedIn um sending out resumes applying for stuff I mean I got two interviews and out of the two interviews I got a call back for one of them and I ended up getting that job and that's where I am now and I love it I love my job it's a great company amazing benefits it challenges me, it pushes me, and it's growing me in um, the area of accounting. It's an area that I haven't been able to tap into. So I landed there in about September, and of course, the woes of you know being introduced to a new job and blah blah. Um, and I'm just kind of getting settled settled in. And y'all literally just kind of settled in my mind the fact that I'm here. Like, things are different. Things have changed. I'm back in corporate for right now. 
and it just is what it is and I'm just kind of getting comfortable with that um, and kind of finding my voice again in entrepreneurship because I had closed my shop um, tax season was over so I didn't really have anything to do with tax season if y'all don't know I was um, a makeup artist professional makeup artist for six years and I've been a tax accountant for 11 years but I had my own um, tax and accounting company for the past five years. And so I would only do that during tax season. So it, that was over. So I had nothing to do for for that company, MCOR. So me as an entrepreneur has really been on pause for mm, about nine months, <laughs> about nine or ten months. So since... April tax season ended in April, so how many months is that? And it's January, so um but I was I was kind of struggling to find my voice still. I was still kind of like even y'all me as a mom had changed because again, I'm thinking that I'm still going to be the one doing this and doing practices and signing him up for school. I think what should have been the first indication that things are different was that his dad ended up registering him for school. I had always been the one to register him for school. I had all the records and, you know, everything like that. But being here, we had, I didn't know where I was living at. Um, he was already here and established, so it was a lot. It just made more sense for him to register him according to his address and so that's what we did but and I and I commend him my son has like the best dad he's so proactive and um he's he's really really great and I thank him for like taking the load when I couldn't because I mean I'm trying to figure stuff out for myself here you know so he did all the registration and records and all that type of stuff. Him and um, it was his wife now, fiance at the time, um, just took care of all of that stuff. And I didn't have to stress about, you know, finding him a school on top of, you know, work and, you know, everything like that. So that was really great. But it, again, it was just a a shock for me it was just like a not a shock in a bad way but it was just like a oh snap I'm here I have help now like his dad can actually help me now like like he wants to and that he he would express that he wanted to but you know it was just a limit on what he could and couldn't do being in two different cities and so when it came time for us to talk about, you know, him going back to school, in my head, I'm thinking that he's going to, you know, live with me. He had been with you for the summer, and the arrangement had always been, you know, he lives with you, he's with you for the summer, and then, you know, school year, he's back with me. And for some reason, I'm thinking that that was still the agreement. But we get to talking about it. He's like, well, I thought that, you know, he was coming here to spend more time with me. And I was like, I mean, yeah, we can still do that. <laughs> um, but thinking about it, my job at that at that point 
I mean, this new job, it's a ways away from my son's school, and his dad lives, like, five minutes away from the school, so it just made more sense, and we said that we would ask DJ and see what he was thinking, if he had any, you know, preconceived thoughts about what we were doing, and at first he said he wanted to, you know, live with me, but then... He can see that he changed his mind. So, um, he said that he wanted to uh, try living with his dad, and that's what his dad wanted. So, it was just me. Like, uh. But then I realized that I would be working harder had he stayed with me full time during the school year. And um, a part of me just had to, like, embrace the help. Um it's way more family here in Huntsville. Just me and my mom shuffling DJ back and forth. Uh, you know, every dentist appointment, doctor's visit, when he's sick, field trips, um, you know, field days. It was between me and my mom. It wasn't nobody else. Um, so having more hands, and I've always known that, like, and y'all, honestly, like, this wasn't even my first time trying to move to Birmingham. Um, I had tried, it was probably, like, the fourth time, to be honest. But every other time that I tried, it was, I guess, premature. It just wasn't in God's timing. So, got here. Everything worked out. Down to my apartment, get my apartment. Y'all, this is the first apartment that I even looked at. And... It was just so seamless. So seamless. I looked at it. She let me pick a day to bring my deposit. Um, moving in was seamless. I have had any problems. And then, like, the location was perfect as it pertains to, like, me and his dad are 10 minutes apart. Um, even when I have to take him to school or anything, it's not far. It's about 15 minutes. Um it just kind of worked out, and I didn't even know all of this. I had never been to his school when I picked this apartment. I had never even been to his dad's house when I picked this apartment, but I knew, like, the area that it was in, and so it just completely worked out. Like, when that happened, I was like, okay, God, yeah, I'm in the right place, because I said, I told God, like, if this is supposed to happen, don't let it, don't let me have to force it. You know, like, if this, if this is the right move for me and DJ, don't let us have to force it, you know? And so, he did just that. Like, nothing has been forced. Like, we've, y'all, even now to our co-parenting relationship is just, I just have no words. And I tell his wife all the time, like, I'm just so thankful that things have worked out the way that it has. And so... I won't go too deep into that part, um, our co-parenting situation, because that does involve other people, but um, I'll talk about it a little bit if, if that's something that y'all want to, you know, talk about or whatever, uh, just know that there's probably a limit on it, but um, yeah, so t 2019 was the year of so much change. Like, it started off so bomb, and it started off so fast. I was speaking. 
Um, of course, it was tax season, so I was taking clients. I was speaking, doing speaking engagements, doing um, panelists. I, I was asked to be panelists, be vendors. Um, it's all kind of stuff. We had launched this podcast. I launched so much stuff at the beginning of 2019. I was just on fire. And then March comes, and it's like, move. And I was like, really? Really? Back to corporate? My son is back with his, is not back, but my son is living with his dad full time. I'm at this crappy job, and then I moved and got a better job. And it was just so much change. And then on top of that, I'm here. Um, I have family here, and I have friends here that I went to college with. But it's, it's almost like relearning them because I hadn't been around them a, a, a lot in so long. So it's relearning my friend circle. One of my best friends, she moved away. She moved further than me um, to Atlanta. One of my other best friends had just got married before I left. Like, she literally got married, like, two weeks before I left um, Huntsville. And so that was a change. Like, you know, kind of want to be there for her, but I'm trying to, you know, find myself, too. And it was just just so much change I'm used to being around them all the time talking to them all the time and it goes from that to almost non-existent and um it was nice where I would just cry myself to sleep like lord I don't I don't feel like myself why am I here what am I doing here what do you want me to do here like what's the plan for for Birmingham like I really thought that I could just be who I was in Huntsville and just copy and paste and be that here in Birmingham. And it took me so long. It literally took me months. And I remember listening to a sermon from Pastor Sarah Jakes. It took her to be able to put into words what I needed to do and what I was feeling. And it was basically that I was trying to be the same Courtney that I was in Huntsville, be that same person here and the reason that he moved me here was not to be the same person it was to see new things do new things try new things and as long as I was holding on to the old me my old ways my old life I would never be able to fully see what Birmingham had to offer to me and what I had to offer to Birmingham so it was a process to just let go and I think some of that was I didn't really process me closing my shop either. So I had to go through that um, process of really processing and feeling the weight or the pressure or the emotions of closing my shop and what that did to me and not just move on to the next thing. Like that's what I did. I just moved on to the next thing. And so I really had to go through those emotions and feel that and live in that and rest in that and forgive myself for that I think that was the most important thing forgive myself because I felt like it was a failure even though I tried to cover it up like okay God is moving me to a different thing which he may have been doing but I didn't take the time to rest in that failure that I felt was a failure it doesn't matter what anybody else thought it was I felt that it was a failure and so I had to like really lean into that and allow myself to feel that. And it was not easy. It, it was not quick. Like I wish it was. But it was not a quick process. But 
if you're listening and you find yourself like in a great transition, like you look up and like nothing is the same, like this year and last year, nothing is the same in my life right now. Nothing is the same except for my tax and accounting company. Even that's not the same because I have hired people this year, and glory to God. But even that's not the same. So if you find yourself in a in a space where you just look up and like nothing is the same, I don't know who I am, I don't know what I'm doing, please just hold on. Please just hold on to what God said. Go back to the original vision that God told you, that he showed you. Mine was a dream, and which is why I got this tattoo on my arm about five years ago. It was a dream that he showed me, and it just shook me, and I just knew that that was what I was supposed to be doing. And it's just like, okay, if he hasn't showed you that part yet, then you're not done. And if he moved you or circumstances have changed, it's for a reason, and it's to get you closer to that vision being fulfilled. And so you have to, like, I guess settle in your mind that, okay, the old me can't go with me into this new place. Like, I cannot think the same way. I cannot do the same things. I cannot hang around the same people and expect different results. I need to know who you want me to be in this season. Don't mean to get preachy, but <laughs> it just is what it is at this point. But, um, yeah, so 2019 was a whirlwind. I literally, I'm not even lying, like, the last day of the year I was at work and I'm just writing page after page after page because I've finally felt like I was getting vision for what I was supposed to be doing here. I finally felt like I was getting some clarity. And although like my tax and accounting company, I was taking steps with that before tax season only because I was pushed into it. And I'll talk to y'all that about that another time. But I was literally pushed into hiring people and, and it wasn't none but God um, because I wouldn't have done it. Had it been up to me, I wouldn't have done it on my own. So, as of now, I have four, five tax preparers that will be preparing taxes with me. And I'm just expecting tax season to, to blow. Like, I'm expecting tax season to be so crazy this year. Um, and then, like, where we are is, like, all across um the state so side note if you need your taxes done let us know follow us mcortax.com m-c-o-r-e-t-a-x.com or follow us on facebook mcortax and accounting you know okay i'm done <laughs> okay so i'm probably not gonna finish my hair for this youtube video because i don't want it to be too long but i'll finish i'll like probably speed it up and finish for youtube but for full court press i thank y'all so much for tuning in real quick before i leave i don't know how many episodes i'm gonna do this season but i am going to stay consistent with this um i don't know what day i'll be dropping episodes but it will be every week Oh, I put it out there. I put it out there into the universe. So, 
It's going to be every week. I don't know what day, but I'm excited to like share, unpack, share, you know, my thoughts, my feelings. Like this episode was probably a little serious, but I'm not this serious all the time. So just beware. Maybe have a few guests and whatnot, you know. I got some ideas floating in my head, but I just decided that I was just going to do it. It don't have to be perfect and planned out. You know, sometimes you just got to jump, you know, sometimes you just got to leap. And so that's what I had to do. I I knew how to do this podcast. I knew, I kind of knew what I, the feel, but it just took me, I just don't know why it took me three weeks to record this, but I think because I wanted to pack so much into it. And that's why you keep hearing me say, I'm not going to unpack it right now because I wanted to put everything in this first video um, podcast. And I was just like, Courtney, just talk. Just talk. What you don't say, you just don't say. It's cool. You got time. It's okay. So, yeah, I appreciate y'all hanging out with me. If you have not already, follow the podcast on um, Instagram. I'll link it in the description because I really don't remember the Instagram name. But I know Facebook is Full Court Press Podcast. Okay. Um, but you can always follow me, underscore go Courtney on Instagram and Courtney Matthews on Facebook. And on YouTube, it's Courtside Pretty. Um, I have like videos of lifestyle and beauty because y'all know I'm a makeup artist. I mean, not right now because I'm looking dry. But, you know, and then um, I'll be doing some new stuff with money. I don't want to say it yet because I ain't got it all, you know, I ain't got it all planned out. You know, there I go again, trying to plan everything out. But it is what it is. I've, I've learned to not just blurt stuff out, every idea that I have. I've learned that some stuff you do need to plan out a little bit. So, yeah, um, that's all. I have, and um, I will see y'all on the next episode. Bye.